Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Bridget Cookbirch. She's an author, speaker, trainer, and humanitarian at Your Inspired Story. Bridget, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Christopher. I'm delighted to be here. So as many of you know, if you're on the podcast or listening, it's called the Gifters Podcast because I really, 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 really believe that your story is a gift to the world. That's why I want to start Bridget and her profile and what she does. I'm like, oop, this is going to be one of my sisters. <laughs> <laughs> so you tell me what, when did you realize that stories and, 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 and the power of stories were, were, were just in your world and you wanted to share this with, with the world? Well, I had a couple of important things that happened. One was I grew up with the power of story. Uh, I read every single book in the, in the library in the school that I was in and the bookmobile. So my mom finally had to, at a very young age, let me walk downtown to the library so that I could consume more books and loved what story did inside, where I would go, what I would learn and the things that I would develop inside of myself. But what was really fascinating was the story that I told myself was one of uh, lack and limitation. I'd had three sets of parents by the time I was six months old and it was adopted. And I didn't realize at the time that I was carrying an unconscious story that somehow I was not worthy, that I was less than, that I wasn't smart enough or beautiful enough or something for my parents to hang on to. And so by the time I was in my early 20s, I was working three jobs and going to school and working myself literally to death. I ended up in the hospital and uh, listening to nurses outside in the corridor saying she's not going to make it until morning. And uh, had a really incredible, beautiful experience where a presence entered my room, um, told me I was being given a second chance at life and uh, healed my body. So I went back out into the world with brand new eyes about the power of story because now I was telling myself a different story. And then I was able to see through those new eyes, all kinds of people and the worlds that they were involved in. So I started working with gang kids and high-risk youth in Denver and seeing the box of beliefs that they held about the world. And so it would, it would manifest in every behavior, every relationship, every belief that they had because of this, this box of story that they would tell themselves. And then I saw the miracles that would happen if someone loved them enough to show them a different way. So immediately I fell in love with the human soul. I had started out writing fiction, had all kinds of miracles happen. And I'm like, I would meet these people and you know, Christopher, you just can't make this stuff up, right? <laughs> True yeah. story to me is more fabulous in so many ways than fiction. Although I still love fiction and I'm a voracious reader of fiction. And I love it and I'm a writer of it, but I do mostly nonfiction and people's true stories blow me out of the water every day. I love it. Can you, can you share a story that blows you out of the water so you can share with our guests? Oh, I'd love to. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, my second book came out on Oprah, Dr. Phil, CNN, Good Morning America, started something amazing, but it had to do with who this woman was. So Melissa Moore was the daughter of a serial killer. Keith Hunter Jesperson. And a lot of children of serial killers, they end up committing suicide or they hide away from life with drugs and alcohol because it's a very 
uncomfortable place to be. You know, your father did this and people all mm. think, mm. oh, well, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. What was really cool about Melissa is that she was an observer of humanity and she looked all around her and she realized she didn't have to be like her mom and she didn't have to be like her dad. She could be her own person. That was what Oprah loved was when, when Melissa decided she could be her very own person and not dictated by her past. And now she's a producer in LA. She has several series out on A&E. She's doing great things in the world. And that's part of this power of transformation that can happen with story. I, I loved being a part of that project. So when you say like the, these people you profile in your book, so your inspired story, is that a book or it's more of like a chicken soup type book? Or can you kind of explain like when you say, these people in your book, so you, you, it's like an anthology of stories or, or, or what is that? No, full blown books. So oh. I, I have two parts to what I do. For certain select people, uh, I will write their story or co-write with them their story because almost everybody that I work with, they're very well spoken. It's just sometimes getting it out on the page in a way that will really affect the reader. So I work with them, especially if their story is um, deeply emotional uh, you know, coming from trauma, but really high on the other side, the, that's my forte. I also teach people that their stories can be very inspiring. And so your inspired story, my website is uh, all about tools and um, programs and, and discoveries, personal discoveries about your own personal story, how you can use it in a self-help book, how you nice. can use it in your blog, how you could write your own memoir or autobiography. That's inspiring, Bridget. So I'm very curious. So you just said some of them that have a more like just very emotionally charged stories. How do you feel you're able to really capture their story? Because for instance, I, I, I ghost wrote a book for a homeless shelter a few years back and I interviewed a few dozen homeless people. Thank you. And, and literally, as you might know, like there's just so much trauma, so much abuse. And I remember I was sitting in a room with a, a mother and a 17 year old young woman the 17 year old woman was the one that I was going to introduce to my book and we use a pen name. And I remember at one point the mother said that she was raped and in any normal circumstance, I'd be like, Oh my gosh, it's, it's, I'm so sorry to hear that. And I, I said that, but in the context of a homeless shelter, so many of them unfortunately have been abused and raped. And so I had to just stay focused on the child and this woman or young woman, I should say, say child. But all I'm saying is I found it very, very challenging to really give space to them over a course of a few months. I'm curious, how do you feel, be able to create this very open space for a, a writer because I don't think people realize how emotionally draining and challenging it be so I'm just curious that's such a gift a big gift you have so how do you feel you're able to just bring them into your world and allow them the space to share their story in such a deep and vulnerable way well that's actually a really good question and I appreciate the question Number one, I interview them extensively so I can he really hear their voice, understand when and where their emotions come up, uh, what really has meaning for them. Um, and there's two parts to that. And one is I'm very empathic. And so I often feel people's feelings, but then it enables me to put those feelings down on paper. And so that's really helpful. But oftentimes, um, like I just got done with an interview of a young lady that's looking to do her story. Um, and, and there was all of those feelings. So I kind of have to ground and, and breathe and, and do that, let go, you know, feel it in the moment and honor it and then let it go. One thing that I have found is that if you give enough space to a client uh, that they recognize 
that in the midst of their worst darkness lies the seeds of their greatest glory. So much darkness also means on the other side of the pendulum, a prevalence and a predilection to so much light. And so when they can see that, when they can point it out for themselves, that's where you find the meaning in the story. And it's not, I became this because, it's I became this in spite of. Uh, I allowed this to sculpt my character and I'm stronger now for it. So however deep I ever take a story, I make sure that I leave the reader equally high. And sometimes like with the homeless shelter and other things, I would struggle because sometimes I didn't have enough time to do that. Or somebody might not be writing a story, but I would come across their story. So I did um, develop with a group of, of uh, Shiro's sisters, a nonprofit called Shiro's United. And we have a training called uh, Becoming a Shiro, a leader from the inside out. And we spend time with these young women, just like the young woman you were working with, on how to write a new chapter and how to become a leader and use everything that has happened to them as a stepping stone to greater things. That's how I've been able to manage it. Because if I just had to be in the depths of it and not see something greater come of it, I would really struggle. So yeah. I understand where you were at because you're capturing these stories, but hopefully you saw what the homeless shelter was able to provide and do. And so I would imagine that that was the triumph of the, the, the book itself. Yeah, and, and it reminds me of Melissa Gates, who's Bill Gates's wife. She doesn't really get as much credit as her husband, but like she once said that all of us during the course of our lives will see suffering that will break our heart. But don't look away because that's when change is born. And your story and your the people that you've interviewed and, and worked with, it sounds like, again, it's, it's this, this heartbreak, but it really allows you to break open with this amazing story. So Bridget, thanks so much for being on our podcast. Really appreciate you and, and your inspiring story. How can our guests stay in touch with you? Oh, I would love it and be very honored. You can find me on, on Facebook. Um, probably the easiest way to connect with me is on my website. Oh, there's my notification, see? <laughs> it is, it's yourinspiredstory.com. Great, Bridget, thanks so much for your time. Have a great day. Hey, you too. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you wanna turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.